Guten Erev Shabbos Shuva. Shuva Eli. Hashem wants us to return to Him. Vashuva Eleichem, and I'll return to you, Hashem tells us. Akkadosh Baruch gives us a beautiful opportunity after Rosh Hashanah to have right away a fast day, to become as spiritual as possible. And then we have a break, and then to be a little normal, prepare for Shabbos, and we have Shabbos Shuva. Getting back in the old days, meaning the six days of creation, it went from Rosh Hashanah right into Shabbos. And what should have happened is that on Rosh Hashanah, Adam would not have eaten from the tree. The day he was created was Rosh Hashanah. He would not have eaten from the tree. And had he not eaten from the tree, and according to Chazal, also held back and waited to consummate his marriage with Chava till Shabbos, so then they would have had everything through the form of a mitzvah. The Kiddush would have been through a mitzvah. The, the Kirva would have been through a mitzvah. But because everything was, went out of order, we are in the matzah that we're in today. And, uh, but Akash Baruch still gives that first Shabbos after Rosh Hashanah to have the same power of tshuva because Lemaisa, what happened was, the Medrash tells us that when Adam Rishon, after he sinned, it was a Friday, and he sinned around, I don't know, probably around 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock, maybe 2.30, and the sun was basically overhead. All of a sudden, after he sinned, he started noticing the sun setting, the sun is going down. And he thought, oh, they, I must have destroyed the world. Because Hashem said, the day you eat from that tree, you're going to surely die. So that was very scary for Adam Arishan that maybe he brought destruction to the world. So what did Adam Arishan do? He cried. And all of a sudden, the sun set, and he's still alive. All of a sudden, he felt a special ore, a special light. And what it was, was the Kedusha of Shabbos, the special power of Shabbos. And he felt that Shabbos has given him the power and the strength to connect to Kosh Baruch Hu. Even though that Arab Shabbos, the Kosh Baruch Hu kind of said, I'm not going to kill you today, but he still felt that he destroyed the world. And once Shabbos came in, he felt, oh, there's something special now. Maybe a Kosh Baruch Hu really did except my tshuva. And that's why Shabbos, the root of the word Shabbos is Shav, and that's the same root of the word tshuva, is to return. So on Shabbos, we have an opportunity to return to that pristine state of admiration before the sin. And that's what we should try to do this Shabbos, to make this Shabbos the most special and prepare the best way, an amazing Shabbos. Now, Shabbos is an amazing opportunity. And Somebody else knows that's an amazing opportunity, and that's namely the Satan. Because the day the Satan first shepherd with Adam Arishan was on Friday. Remember, Rosh Hashanah was, that year was a Friday. And the Satan said, tempted Adam Arishan, got him to mess up. And, and basically, from that time on, the Satan always knows that Friday is a time when a person could try to rectify that original sin. So that's why quite often there's terrible strife and tension. Every Shabbos you come home and things are not necessarily the way you'd want them to be. It's a tremendous nesoyan from a Baruch Hu through, via the Satan that comes to try to make fights and machloikas and tries to make ruin 
the atmosphere before Shabbos because the Sutta knows how powerful Shabbos is because if a person prepares properly for Shabbos and gets themselves ready for Shabbos and they enter Shabbos mamish in an elevated state. I, I've already for years have uh, started davening mincha, a mincha gedola, only so I could be able to like not have to worry that if last minute things need to be done, then I'm not going to worry, oh, yeah, I'm going to miss mincha. And it takes a lot of stress off of me that I know that I have a little bit more, you know, leeway in uh, in that regards. I try to train my kids to do that as well. Just dam and eta, but not everybody has an early mincha. But really, this is something that we have to know. This Shabbos is an unbelievable opportunity. Shuvah leiva, shuvah leichem. Kosh Baruch was saying Shabbos shuvah. It's a minhag custom that the the rav of the city gives a drasha on Shabbos shuvah, and they say that there's a special siyata d'shmaya that every rav has. Being the Mar da Asra, that the Kaddish Baruch Hu treats him with a special, extra, um, pro- prophetic wisdom, in order to give to the tzibur what they need to hear, to get themselves to be connecting to tshuva, and the dafka has to be on Shabbos. You can't have Shabbos tshuva drasha on Thursday, because it's not Shabbos. The kedusha is on Shabbos itself. So Kaddish Baruch Hu should bless us all that we should be Zohar to utilize this Shabbos, to come back to our roots, to get back to that pristine state we were, with that ultimate connection to HaKosh Baruch Hu. But it depends on having a Shalom bias, that you have to be at peace with the family. You can't have tension and, and fighting. And Chas HaShalom Satan tries to do that to destroy people's homes. So Hashem should bless us all, that we should have the strength to overcome any temptations to be angry, and always take everything with a smile. Amazing Shabbos. Now, I was Ochah to be Rabbi Rav Gamliel today, and he said a very interesting thing. This intro, this week's parsha, the intro to Hazinu. And basically he says, Vata, And now you write this song. And teach it to the Jewish people um, and put it in their mouths that they should be able to convey to the next generations the power and the beauty and the, the love that is exuding in Torah. And that's really what we need to do. We need to understand that sometimes a person has a, a distorted opinion of what Torah really is. And we have like religious coercion and stuff like that. That's the farthest thing from the truth. The truth is that it's all from love. The words of the wise are heard in pleasantry and in peace and love. And... Um, and therefore, Hashem wants it to be that we should have write the Torah down and remember it as a song. Because sometimes you can't remember a paragraph of words that we don't even really understand so much. But if we make a song out of it, sometimes songs that we don't even understand the real meaning of it, we can remember the words of those songs. I remember there was a song that had something to do with an American, I don't know, pie epis, you know, and the words are... The, the one who wrote that admitted that it was just gibberish. Like half of it had no meaning at all. And, uh, but people learned it up in Sugya. But unfortunately, or fortunately, I, I remember almost all the words. But if we know that the Torah, how important the Torah is, we should be able to put it into our hearts and make it into a song that will remain with us. And these are the most important things to, that we should keep in our minds. This is the most vital information we have, is the Torah. If we can make a song out of the Torah, 
then we will have an unbelievable Hatzlacha. Rav Gamliel actually put a little twist on it. He says, you know, this is also Musser. Hazina is a lot of Musser. And um, part of the Musser is if the people accept the Musser, then it becomes like a song. You know, that if you're willing to accept the Musser, then it'll be a song to you. So that's another way of looking at it. Hashem should bless us all to be able to understand the words of Hashem to understand the words of our loved ones and understand how we're supposed to respond and how we should most supposed to remember the most important things in our lives and Hashem should help us that we should never forget the things that we're supposed to remember and never remember the things we're supposed to forget. Zayi Gebenesh, have an amazing, amazing Shabbat Shuvah. Baruch HaGemar HaSimah